It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week I'm here once again with one of my favorite guests, Melissa Ruggieri. I love when you say, I'm here again. <laughs> She's here. She's back again. Well, that's because it's always so great to have you oh, here. thank you. Well, but this time we're not talking about music, which I is know. our usual topic of choice. That is true. That is true. This time we're here to talk about Dragon Con. Now, are you a Dragon Con fan? Have you've never gone? Have I you? I have been. To, I haven't like attended. Attended. Mm-hmm. I've done the parade, of course. Okay. As as you do, many many people do. Yes. I've never really done. Um, you know, the inside and gone and done gone to the, the panels. And yeah, all that stuff. yeah. I mean, although I have tons of friends who do it every year religiously. And do they come from out of town as well? Oh yeah, some yeah. of them do, but a lot of them are here. There's a yeah. lot of locals who who go. It's pretty incredible. I started going when I moved here because, you know, I had heard about it, but it was never really something that I was going to travel to see because I'm right. not that big of a fan of all those types of things. Although yeah. when there would be a Star Wars person, I was certainly interested. So I probably started going maybe six years ago, seven years ago. And I got to tell you, those first couple of years, my mind was just blown by the scope of it, mm-hmm. by just it, it's just so cool to see so many people who are so such avid consumers of certain elements of pop culture yep who can be in a place where they feel comfortable with each other. Because, you know, we know that these, you know, we all have our interests and stuff. And sometimes people might find it nerdy or geeky and other people are mean about those things. And these are fans of stuff who sometimes get picked on for their their likes. And they don't have to worry about that at Dragon Con, which I really (laughs) appreciate. There's like this sense of community. Mm -hmm. And it's just so big. And just I actually haven't gone the last couple of years because I've been out of town. But probably three years ago was the last time I went and you could just sit in the lobby of like the Marriott Marquis and and people watch right? because the costumes are incredible. The amount of detail and time and care that people put into these things. I mean, they start like the year before. Oh yeah. Two weeks after Dragon Con ends, they're already talking about, you know, and then of course you have all the guest panels and so it is over Labor Day weekend. It's it's going to be from August 29th to September 2nd and people start arriving on that Thursday, even though it doesn't really kick off until the Friday, but you're going to see people, you know, coming into town it's also always the same weekend as the the chick-fil-a bowl in downtown so <laughs> right. you have two very different groups of people in town yeah. and 
I would say unless you are going to something downtown and you have to be there to stay away otherwise because the yeah. traffic and just the congestion in general, even on Marta. Although I will say you could take a ride on Marta for two fifty and just do some interesting people. That is true. That, you don't even have to go to the parade <laughs> no. or the event in no. order to see the people. No. They will be obvious. They will be everywhere. And it'll be really funny if you're like sitting in a coffee shop or something. You could be walking into Starbucks and here comes a stormtrooper. Yep. You know? It and, happens. And it's perfectly normal over yep. that weekend. You it don't is. even look twice. You're sort of like, oh, that's kind of cool. Where'd it's you get that true. costume? <laughs> <laughs> but now we should mention that we are actually recording this a little bit earlier because of our vacation schedules and things like that. So the registration for Dragon Con is always held at the Sheridan downtown. And they are having some health code issues with Legionnaire's disease. And we've written about that. So there hasn't been a decision made as of of now, which is the end of July, if they're going to have to change the location. So keep an eye out on the DragonCon website. We, of course, will have stories to update you if anything like that happens that you need to know about. So just keep that in the back of your mind so you right. know to go to the right place. <laughs> exactly. If, if you're going to go on site to buy right. your tickets. I mean, you, you can get your tickets. They're still only $140 through August 16th and then $160 through August 27th. If you go in person and you wait till, you know, to be on site, it'll be $140 beginning August 29th and, you know, right now at the Sheridan. But again, yeah, could change. <laughs> and also we should probably say that that in addition to a possible site change, um, there will probably be additions to the lineup, cancellations, yes. that sort of thing. And uh, we will, of course, keep you updated on all that stuff whenever we hear about it. Check back at AJC.com. Um, for any updates on the lineup and, and that sort of thing. Yes. So basically, we'll tell you what we know now. <laughs> yes. We're telling you today what we know now. Uh, and some of that could, of course, change. Um, I, I know there have been many years where people have canceled. Usually yes. not the big names or whatever. Right. But, uh, you know, I know some people are coming specifically for that one person that, you know, many people may have never heard of. But... They may be very, very important to you. Mm -hmm. So, And that person may have gotten a film offer that they had right. to leave town right before Labor Day, and they're not going to be available. And even though they were booked nine months ago, I mean, yep. stuff like that happens all the time. It's true. But as far as the big names that yeah. you can expect this year, George Takei is coming back. It'll be his first time here since 2013. He, of course... Hikaru Sulu from Star Trek yep. that everybody loves and adores. Yep. And, and George is a very interesting guy. I'm going to be talking to him ahead of time before the festival. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because he's he's such an interesting person just as far as his activism goes. Mm -hmm. He's very outspoken about a lot of things. I know we'll mostly talk about Dragon Con because that's what it's about. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know, like, what he thinks about these conventions because he certainly does a lot of them in between his various TV roles and right. being George Takei. And right, right. <laughs> and yes, yes. Sharing things on, on yes. online, on <laughs> yes. social media. He's, He's very vocal on online yes, he as well. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Lana Parilla is also going to be here. She, of course, is on Once Upon a Time. And David Tennant from Doctor Who. He is the 10th Doctor of Doctor Who fame. Yes. And has a huge following. So I know a lot of people are very... Very excited yes. about him coming. So those yeah. those are the headliners, if you will, if you want to right. go back to and, and, music and terms. David Tennant, uh, I, I should say that the, he recently was in uh, Good Omens, which uh, yeah, was a terrific show. Um, so if you don't know him from Doctor Who, you know him from lots of other things. In addition to that, uh, uh, Broadchurch, I believe he's mm -hmm. in. He's been in so so many things, um, and and uh, yeah, a multi talented guy. And and that's what's really interesting about some of these people is that you think you might know them from one right. big thing they did but they're really like Robert Englund is coming yes. and you know Freddy Krueger yeah. is how everybody knows him but he's actually coming with his V castmates so uh, yes. you yep. don't necessarily think Robert Englund and V. God I'd forgotten <laughs> that he was in that. Yeah well he's going to be here with a bunch of those castmates yeah. including uh, Jane Badler and Mark Singer 
And Shazam, wow. Shazam, the movie did really, really oh, well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zachary Levi yep. will be here along with some other cast members, Angel Asher and Cooper Andrews as well. And Supernatural is ending its 15-year run in 2020, so Dragon Con is bringing in seven of those cast members. Right. So this is kind of a, a big last hurrah right. for them to sort of wrap things in person. I don't think it's the main guys, though. I can't, I can't remember their names. Mark Shepard, Samantha Smith, yeah. Mark Pellegrino. Osric Chow, Ruth Connell, DJ Qualls, and Ty Olson. That's yeah, who's going to no. be here. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it should be interesting for Supernatural fans, no matter if you know if it's the the biggest names on the cast or not. Yeah, it's still a huge it's chunk people. of the cast. Right, exactly. Yeah, but hey, we know Catherine Tate from other places as well. She was in the Office. Yes, of that's right. So, that's right. Yeah. And if you're a Star Wars fan, there there are some Star Wars elements this year. They don't have any of the major major stars. Well, of course, you know who who's left to come. But you know, more, I mean, right. they have come in the past, but the, the newest Chewbacca, or he's actually been Chewbacca in the last four Star Wars movies, uh, Junus Swatamo. He actually learned how to be Chewbacca from the man himself, so mm-hmm. Peter Mayhew, who died recently. Right. So it's, it'll be really interesting, I think, to hear from him just what that transition was like. And, right. and this is just an iconic role that you're taking over, even though people can't see you precisely, you know, it's still, you're playing Chewie. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a big deal. And then the puppeteers from Star Wars, some of them, um, the guys who do BB-8 <laughs> will be yeah. on hand, and then they're also going to be some puppetry guests from Netflix's The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So if you're into the puppetry element, that is something that you'll want to check out too. And then they've already added, since they announced the first group of people, they've already added to the guest list and Wes Chatham, um, uh, he's actually from Lawrenceville, (laughs) (laughs) which I did not know. And Carrie Elwes is going to be here from, and Shannon Purser from Stranger Things. So... Carrie, of course, known for The Princess Bride, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, lots of other things that he's done. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there's a lot of names, a lot of names that the casual observer knows and then even more that people don't necessarily know. But like you say, I mean, are very meaningful to people who like to come to Dragon Con. And that's what makes it so interesting if you just walk around when you get the when you go online or they also last I went they had a little booklet that they'd hand out that listed all the panels I mean this thing is you know 100 pages yeah. <laughs> of, of things that you could be doing and then there are concerts late at night usually a lot of the goth bands and metal bands things like that that really interesting to see also the the whole like walk of fame interview uh, autograph area yep. which you usually have to you know you do have to pay to get any right. autographs but you could walk through for free as long as you're not clogging the lines they don't like that so no. if you're going to go in just a gawk keep it moving keep it yeah. moving <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't be obnoxious because right. people have spent a lot of money to actually be in there to to have their right. interviews signed and you know see people and stuff like that yeah. so that's kind of cool and then the parade as you mentioned of course it is going to be the same route that it has been in past years so mm-hmm. if you've gone before you kind of know where that is if you haven't gone before it starts at the intersection of Peachtree and Linden Avenue and then it heads south on Peachtree East on Andrew Young International Boulevard and then north on Peachtree Center Avenue. It ends on Peachtree Center Avenue between John Portman Boulevard and Baker Street, right in front of the Atlanta Marriott Marquis, the prime people watching spots. (laughs) And they're also three MARTA stations nearby. The North Avenue, the Civic Center, and the Peachtree Center one. Parking, as you might expect, will be horrible. Oh, a nightmare. So take MARTA. And don't even bother because driving, yeah. because there's just no points. You'll be sitting in traffic. Roads are going to be closed mm-hmm. because of the parade. So why give yourself that aggravation? Yeah, I feel it. like I say that a lot every time we talk about like big events going <laughs> it's on downtown. True. Well, and especially when more than one event converge and yes. it's, you know, it's a holiday weekend. Yes. It's, right. You know, right. And then you've got the football game. Yeah. And... So, I mean, even even people who aren't going to one or the other may be here as tourists. Right. It's, so it's just, 
it's going to be clogged downtown. Trust me, don't do it. Just just take Mart. <laughs> just take Mart. And you know, it's funny. I've always wondered if someone is calling one of those host hotels, like the Marriott or the Sheridan, and say they want to get married that weekend. Do oh. they tell them? I really hope that they tell them in advance that, oh, hey, by the way, right? <laughs> just, right. Just, just let you know that this is also going on. Those things book up so far in advance, anyway. I know. You know? I that's... would think that they probably have those weekends closed off because, yeah. and and that's the thing too. I mean, most people who are coming from out of town. Obviously, you know, stay in these host hotels, or even if you are in town, sometimes it's easier just to book a room oh, yeah. nine months in advance. I know advance. many people who do. It's like and they, they live in anywhere. town, but they just don't, they, yeah. they just book a hotel room yep. and stay there because it's so much easier than having to, you know, commute just back commute. and forth between your home even and Even on I mean, it's just yeah. easier. It's like a, you know, costume staycation yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah. much is, it really is. is what it is. And you don't have to leave that area because there's so much going on and there's so many, you know, yeah. restaurants and you've got everything going on in whatever hotel you're staying in and yeah. it's just it's just a lot easier yeah. I, I will also say if you based on my experiences you know if you are prone to claustrophobia or you don't like big crowds try and pick the off times like if there is a big panel happening like a George Takei or David Tennant and you know that there are going to be a thousand people packed in a particular ballroom use that time to go get to wherever your next thing is yeah. you know or, or leave if you want to you know see one of those leave it early because I've been through those corridors sometimes and it's like you know leaving a stadium concert when the last note is played yeah. and you've got tens of thousands of people all like crammed together trying to move and you know it's still kind of hot around here <laughs> over Labor Day oh yeah and even though the air conditioning's on in the hotels you put that many people in costumes yeah <laughs> There's a lot of body heat emanating. <laughs> and, you know, there have been times where I've kind of had to step aside and just kind of be like, no, nope, you know what? I'm just going to let this pass mm-hmm. and move on because it, it can get a little overcrowded because, you know, they get a ton of th- 85,000 people is really oh, wow. what it's grown to. So it's yeah. kind of incredible, really, yeah. when you think of what it brings to town and the number of people it brings to town. Yeah. And and the thing is, I mean, you know, we talk about all the stars that come to town, all these, you know, big names mm-hmm. and, and the not so big names, but really... The stars of Dragon Con are the people mm-hmm. who attend. Yep. They that's that's really what makes it worthwhile for many people. It's yeah. like just seeing what what other people have done. It's yes. like like you mentioned that a lot of them start work on it the day after Dragon Con ends. It's like they're thinking about what they're going to wear next year. And we've done stories in the past about some of the seamstresses who I mean there are, there are companies or or there are people in town who that is what they do. They design mm-hmm. costumes for people, you know, for Dragon Con because they have 8 9 months to work on these things. Yep. And most of the time you'll find too that the people who have really gone out of their way to have an elaborate getup, they they want you to notice them and they want oh, you to yes. take pictures with them. Like don't feel like, "Oh, I don't want to go bother that person." They they wouldn't have put all that time and effort into <laughs> it if they didn't want to pose with you, you know? <laughs> And and that's what's cool about hanging out in some of the hotel lobbies too is that you're going to see Lots of times there are groups that maybe get together and dress up as the Avengers, you know, mm-hmm. and or they have a theme that they're all together and they will pose for, you know, 10 minutes to make sure anybody who wants to get a picture gets a picture. They will talk to you. I mean, they're they're kind of like you say, they're the stars yep. of the weekend. And while there might be, you know, rich and famous celebrities <laughs> who are on TV or in the movies yep. around town, too. That's what a lot of people go to see. It's, yeah. It's really a fun event. And it's a chance for just the regular people to shine right. for a weekend, right. you know? I know. I encourage anyone who hasn't ever gone, including you, Shane, <laughs> <laughs> just to go once, you yeah. know, just to see it. And I remember when I first started going, like the next year, I dragged our editor at the time, our yeah. features editor, to go with me. And she went with me for like a day. And then the next day, she's like, I think I'm going to go back because it was just fun. Yeah. And really, anybody who, you know, we see around the newsroom, I might say, like, you really should go to Dragon Con. I mean, you really just go, you 
you know, buy the weekend pass or just you could buy a one day pass too. If there's, yeah. you know, check the schedule on Dragon Con's website because it's it's so much that we can't even print it. I mean, there's just oh, so yeah, much stuff huge. to do. It's yeah. just too huge. And there might just be one or two people you want to see. And if they fall on the same day, just buy a, a day pass and go hang out. And the lines to get into some of the bigger names are always going to be crazy long. I remember going to see Gillian Anderson a few years ago and she was at the Sheridan and the Sheridan is a little bit of a walk too. just be warned. There's a hill, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I remember the line wrapped around the block like four times and I got there. I mean, I got there at least an hour before her panel was going to start. And even with my media credential, they most of the time they don't really, they don't give you any kind of special treatment with a media credential. It just means that they have to let you in. Even if you get there too, you know, too late and it's packed, you'll have to stand off on the side but I mean I waited in line for an hour with all these people and it got to the point where I was like uh I'm not sure I'm going to make it in (laughs) you know Mm. but again I I was able to be let in but the lines move quickly so don't don't let a scary line prohibit you from you know you see it and you go oh I'm never going to get in those (laughs) ballrooms especially with the big people they're they're huge and they could fit thousands of people and you might see a line and say there's no way by the time they get to me They'll get to you. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be fine. You may have to wait outside for a little bit, but right. you know it'll be fine. So, but yeah, it's a Dragon Con is an experience. I mean, I've I've only done the parade and all mm-hmm. that, and that is a good way to if you just want to yeah, check free. it out because it, it is free. Right. Um, you know, it's on the city streets, and uh, you know, a lot of people go. Um, <laughs> Again, so, with the claustrophobia. So, so <laughs> it's crowds, probably yeah. a good idea to, you know, get down there and stake out your, your place yes. earlier. But, uh, yeah, so the parade is on Saturday, so check that out. If uh, You know, even if you don't want to uh, spring for the for the entry fees and all of that for a day or for the entire thing, you can always check out the parade because it takes place in downtown Atlanta or on the streets. Um and it's it's a blast. It really is. And it's and hang around. It, the parade actually starts at 10 a.m. Okay. So you yeah. might want to get down there. You know, I get there by 8 a.m. If, yeah. if I really wanted to see it. And yeah. If you want to if you want to find a prime spot, yeah. you, you'll need to get there early. But, yeah. Uh, and if you wanted to be part of the parade, you know, you can't for this year. But remember, for next year, around February is when they actually open registration yeah. to be part of it. So, I mean, wow. yeah, this is this is something that is really a year-round venture. Yep. It's not just something that takes, you know, all we see are the four days of it yeah. unfolding. <laughs> but for the people who, behind the scenes, who work on this thing, I mean, it really is. It's like with Music Midtown or something. You know, mm-hmm. one ends, and, and you start, take a couple weeks yeah. off, and then you start planning because you've got hundreds and hundreds of panelists and guests that have schedules that, you know, have a million things going on in their careers that you, you've got to block out that time 10 months in advance. So. Yeah. Especially if you want to get a big person. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge undertaking, I'm it sure, to, to organize all of that stuff. Much respect. Much yes. respect to the Dragon Con team. Well, it's true. I mean, it is. It's it's a, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. So, yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah, definitely go check it out. It's, you know, once in your lifetime, I think everyone needs to uh, experience it, especially if you live here in town. That's the thing. I mean, people travel to Comic-Con, which I know is still bigger, but for yeah. what Dragon Con has evolved into if you live, you know, anywhere in the city or even an hour away, it is so worth the trip yeah. <laughs> that you don't have to get on a plane and go someplace. Right. And it's right in your backyard, basically, and you're getting this amazing experience if you're into pop culture and sci-fi and gaming and all the things that it brings together. So, yeah. yeah. Well, cool. So, again, uh, check out our website, AJC.com, for updates on all of this. Um, there could be some changes. There could be additions, cancellations, uh, all that sort of thing. And we will keep you updated on that. Um, so thanks, Melissa. Sure. 
Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. On August 17th, head to Chattahoochee High School for the annual Taste of Johns Creek. The festival offers samples from more than 25 local restaurants, from Grecian Euro to Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Tastes run from $1 to $4, but admission is free. In addition to the food, there will be an art walk, live music, local entertainment, kids' activities, and more. Bring your appetite to Taste of Johns Creek from 4 to 9 p.m. on Saturday, August 17th at Chattahoochee High School at 5230 Taylor Road in Johns Creek. Find out more at tasteofjohnscreek.fun. That's tasteofjohnscreek.fun. Dionne Warwick is one of the most successful female solo artists of the 20th century, landing 69 singles in the Billboard Hot 100 in the rock era, spanning from 1962 through 1998. The 78-year-old singer is coming to the Fox Theater in Atlanta on August 23rd, bringing along a selection of those timeless hits. Despite being a mainstay of the charts in the 1960s, with hits such as Do You Know the Way to San Jose and Walk On By, it wasn't until her 1974 collaboration with The Spinners, Then Came You, that she hit number one. She'd do it again in 1985 with That's What Friends Are For, a superstar summit with Elton John, Gladys Knight, and Stevie Wonder. South Carolina-born Grammy winner Peebo Bryson and Let's Hear It For The Boys singer Denise Williams will join Warwick for the Fox Theater Show at 8 p.m. August 23rd. Tickets are $74 to $204 and you can get those at foxtheater.org. Refuge or Refusal, an exhibition created by the Museum of History and Holocaust Education at Kennesaw State University, offers a look at five key moments which emerged as turning points in the U.S. immigration policy. The exhibition opens with Party with the Past from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. on August 15th at Clarkston Community Center. The exhibition opens with Party with the Past from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. August 15th at the Clarkston Community Center at 3701 College Avenue. Party with the Past is the Atlanta History Center's Young Professionals Program, presented bi-monthly since 2012 and held at various historic or history-making sites around the metro Atlanta area. There will be a game of trivia focused on the history of Clarkston and local vendors will be showing and selling on site. After the debut at the Party with the Past event at the Clarkston Community Center, the exhibit moves next door to the Clarkston Library at 951 North Indian Creek Drive for a run from August 16th through September 12th. For more info and to RSVP, go to atlantahistorycenter.com. You could probably guess that California is the number one wine producer in the U.S., but did you know that Georgia has a thriving wine industry too? Every state produces some kind of wine, and Georgia ranks somewhere near the middle of the pack. That means there are many wineries to visit very close to Atlanta. Most of them are in the North Georgia mountains, including Yona Mountain Vineyards in Cleveland. Yona Mountain Vineyards, a 197-acre family winery, will celebrate the 10th anniversary of its annual Crush Fest Food and Wine Festival on Saturday, August 24th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Crush Fest is a highlight of the harvest season as the winery celebrates with a day-long festival that includes wine tastings, live music, food trucks, an artisan market, and the festival's signature event, a traditional barefoot grape stomping. Crushfest brings in more than 5,000 visitors of all ages each year. Crushfest Food and Wine Festival at Yona Mountain Vineyards happens from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. August 24th. Admission is $40 and includes four three-ounce wine tastings and a souvenir wine glass. 
General admission without the wine tastings is $25, and children under 16 are admitted free. Get your tickets at yonamountainvineyards.com. That's Y-O-N-A-H, yonamountainvineyards.com, because the price goes up to $45 on the day of the festival. Yona Mountain Vineyards is located at 1717 Highway 255 South in Cleveland, Georgia. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felician. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guin. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta. Thank you.